Hi. So, have you ever like been uneasy or unsure of yourself when God gives you an assignment or sends you out for something? Like, have you not yet experienced the full boldness that God has sent you out when He commissions you for an assignment? Well, we're gonna study the book of Jehu. Uh, we're going to learn lessons from how Jehu responded to his call, to how he responded to God anointing him as king over Israel. So um, Jehu can be found in the book, the story of Jehu can be found in the book of Second Kings chapter 9 up to chapter 10. Now, Jehu was the first northern king of Israel. Um, in earlier chapters of the book of Kings, First Kings, you would see where God had already told Elijah to anoint Jehu's son. So now there's two Jehu's. There's Jehu, son of Hanani, and there's Jehu, son of Zimri. Let me be very sure that I have that name right. But I know there's two Jehu's. Yes, so son of Nimshi, not Zimri, sorry. Son of Nimshi. So we're talking about Jehu, son of Nimshi. Now, Jehu was um, not anointed by Elijah because God had, you know, taken Elijah in chariots of fire. However, the mantle fell on Elisha. So, Elisha completed the task of anointing Jehu. Now, Jehu was anointed at a time where in Israel and in Judah, the order of the day was just sin. There was worship of Baal. There was a lot of idolatry because of Jezebel also who who had that spirit you know that Jezebel spirit attached to her and all the people were just in just in rotten states um and then also I'll give a backlog to the story of Jehu now there's a prophecy that God made about Ahab through the prophet Elijah because um, Ahab the king wanted someone's vineyard Naboth's he lo- he coveted it, you know, and neighbors was like, I'm not going to sell it to you that, you know, um, you can have any other thing but not my vineyard. And, you, you know, he sucked about it and then his wife Jezebel plotted with some people and got Naboth killed. And when Naboth was killed, Elisha came and prophesied that, you know what, Ahab, your whole family is going to be destroyed. Jezebel, you're going to die on this plot of land in Jezreel that you killed an innocent man. So God had already sent a word out and the word had to be fulfilled. So that is the role of Jehu. Jehu was the executioner of God's word. In 2 Kings chapter 9, we'll see how Elisha sent a young man to go out and anoint Jehu. He was with other people, so they called him out. He came out and he was anointed and they you know, recommissioned him, told him all his assignments was. And Jehu listened, you know, he he you know he listened to all that he he um was instructed to do and when he came back to his company of friends they asked him oh what did they tell you and jehu was trying to play coy and not you know reveal his assignment to them or reveal what had changed in his identity so but eventually he did and he said oh he's anointed me king over israel and then all his friends did something all the people they not just his friends but the commanders of the army they did something very interesting they spread out their cloaks under him on the floor and they blew the trumpet and shouted jehu is king now this is very significant because this mirrors what happened to jesus 
during his triumphant entry in Matthew chapter 20, I believe, of how chapter 21 of how Jesus entered the city of Jerusalem, I think, and how they spread out clothes and they were, you know, praising him was an eye of the highest and things like that. So they did the same thing for Jehu. And um after that, not so long, Jehu, you know, um he and his guys the military guys with him who went to go and accost ahab so now ahab was dead and his son joram was still alive and they had just come joram and the other king of judah ahaziah had just come back from war and they were you know still recovering from the the wounds or whatever that they had been inflicted with at war and when you know they saw jehu coming with his right um his other men coming they sent out two messengers to jehu but jehu walked in his authority and told those ones to fall back because they went to ask him you know are you coming in peace and jehu said what does do that what does what do you have to do with peace like how is peace your concern basically and he told them for so he executed his authority and when he kept on going they were like okay it looks like jehu let's go and meet him so joram and isaiah went out to meet him in their chariots and then they asked jehu the same question do you come in peace and jehu is like how can there be peace when there's idolatry and witchcraft of your mother Jezebel around. So Joram knew instantly that, you know, this guy didn't come in peace. He came to come and, you know, destroy us. And they tried to f- run away. In the process of running away, Jehu shot an arrow that pierced directly through Joram's heart, which was Ahab's son. And he died on the spot. But for Ahaziah, he was wounded. He tried to flee the little bit, but he was still killed. In He, was still, he still died basically in the deserts and so that was one of Jehu's assignments that he had fulfilled now the Jehu didn't just stop there no he went to look for Jezebel because that's part of the assignment his assignment was to bring an end to Ahab's line and to also bring an end to Jezebel and an end to Baal worship in Israel so he went to look for Jezebel now Jezebel knew that you know he was coming and the Bible says something very interesting that she painted her eyes arranged her hair and looked out of the window I'm wondering what was going through this woman's mind because like you know that you're going to die so you're going to die pretty I don't know if that was it but yeah she did that and then when she looked out the window she saw Jehu and said that you've come you've why have you come did you come in peace the same question again that you that you murdered your king and your master and Jehu was like, who is on my side right now? And there were some eunuchs that were around Jezebel. So he said, push her down. And they, they pushed her down the wall of Jezreel. Now, all this happened at the same plot of the same Jezreel, the city where Jezebel had killed the innocent man, neighbor. So they pushed Je- um, Jezebel down and she fell down. And when she fell down, some horses trampled on her so much so her body was completely decimated that all they found was her skull interesting <laughs> so that was the story of jehu he didn't just end there in chapter 10 summarily he got the other um, king's men and officials to kill all 70 sons of ahab and he caught like he tricked the prophets of baal to come into the temple uh, and when they did he killed all of them and totally destroyed baal worship in israel so jehu understood his assignment and he stuck to it now the story of jehu is one that i came around 
to really study deeply sometime last year i believe and like for me it was the, the message like the lesson that i got and that's the lesson that i'm sharing to everyone today is be bold in the assignment that god sends you on a friend of mine once said that the righteous shall be as bold as lion yes the bible says that but she told me personally and since then that word has stuck with me see when god sends you on an assignment when god anoints you for something there's no need to be afraid you have the commander of heaven's armies backing you up you have all resources of heaven backing you up you even have all resources of the earth backing you up no one will stand against you you have to be as bold as a lion. You have to stand firm. In the New Testament, in Timothy, it tells us that for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but boldness and sound mind. Hence, when the Holy Spirit came inside of you, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you receive boldness and soundness of mind. You don't long, you no longer have fear. You no longer need to be shy. You no longer need to reduce yourself. You no longer need to be uncertain and unsure. No, be bold in the God. Be bold and be strong in the God that you serve. And go out and do that thing He told you to do. Um. So that's the first lesson. Be bold, like. Don't care about what people are thinking. Don't care about what people will do to you. Be bold in that thing that God has sent you out to do. And do it well. See how Jehu did everything that he was sent out to do well. He didn't do it shabbily. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't even try and say, let me have mercy. He didn't try and do it his own way. He stuck to God's assignment. He didn't go left or right. He stuck directly to it. So that's the first lesson. We all need to stick directly to what God sends us to do. Complete obedience. It's something that I've always struggled with, but I'm growing daily to see that I have nothing to lose when I complete obey god sorry a truck a big truck is passing anyways then the second lesson is this stay focused on your assignment i think i already probably you know said a bit on that but stay focused on your assignment don't go and do one more than god has told you to do or less stay focused exactly on that assignment honing on that thing that god has you know commissioned you to do that god has sent you to do don't don't um don't don't get distracted yeah that's the word don't get distracted stay focused on that thing that god sends you to do now who can we see or what characteristics of god can we see through the story of jehu one the zeal of god can be expressed in man you know to accomplish god's purpose we can see jehu made a statement in second kings chapter 9 I don't know who he was talking to. And he said, come and see the zeal of the Lord through me. Yeah, chapter 10, he said, he was speaking to Jehonadab. He said, come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. This was when they were going to kill the ministers of Baal. Like, the zeal of God can be seen in a human being. You know, when when the Holy Spirit is working zealously to accomplish God's purposes, it can be seen. It can be expressed, you know. Um, so God doesn't hide or reduce, you know, what he's trying to do. He doesn't try to... There are times where, yes, you must be meek. But, you know, when you're doing the work of God, the zealousness can be seen. And it is evidence for all people to see. People can see it. Then the other thing is... None of God's words ever fail. 
exactly the way God had prophesied about uh, exactly the way Elijah had prophesied about Ahab and Jezebel's downfall in first Kings chapter 21 was exactly how Jehu executed it none of God's words will ever fail like you know the the Bible says every stroke (laughs) every comma every space everything would definitely come to pass so this just reassures me that every word that god has given to you about anything in your life that is solid ground for you to stand on that is an anchor for you to hold on to that is something that you should really keep continually before you because truly and truly none of god's words will ever fail now um this is the end of this bible study i hope you know you're blessed and you learned a thing or two i hope you live out your boldness you know through god that he's given to you to carry out whatever assignment he's given to you and if you're listening to this and you haven't really given your life to christ and you still feel timid sometimes you feel unsure of yourself you feel like you have low self-confidence see um all that when you come into the fullness of christ all that is you know all that is done away with you know the the bible also says that when you receive the holy spirit when you receive christ that all things are passed away all things have become new and that is part of the newness of the life that you can have in christ and you have to take the step you have to open your heart to jesus for jesus loves you the bible says god loved the world so much that he sent his only son so that we may have eternal life and not perish love demonstrated by death is the ultimate sacrifice is the ultimate show of love you are so loved that god died for you jesus christ died for you so that you won't suffer in you know hell at the end of time but you'll be reconciled unto him today i invite you you know to take that step and you know receive jesus into your life and I pray in the name of Jesus, you know, that you start to work in the boldness, to start to work in the newness of life that you experience through the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And watch out for tomorrow's episode, which will probably be on Elijah and the prophets of Baal. See ya.